at Pew Talk Podcast, we know that faith starts in the home. We also know that it can be difficult to take what we hear on Sunday and live it out in our homes the rest of the week. That's because information alone doesn't lead to growth and change. But information that's reflected on and put into practice is much more likely to lead to growth and change. Join us as we hear God's Word, reflect on it, and give practical starting points to help you live out your faith in your family and in your community. We're back, y'all. Yo. Yeah. Oh. You've all missed us, have I just want to say, we're back, y'all. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. Oh, yeah. I know you're all missed us. Yep. I know. I missed us. I missed myself. <laughs> I missed us. It was kind of nostalgic driving driving down. Yeah, when was driving the last in. Time I was here. It was before Christmas. It was <laughs> before Thanksgiving. It was like before Thanksgiving. Because we took December in almost. Well, we were yeah. here before Christmas, but we weren't. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We did a little. When, when did we do our um, special message? Was that on Thanksgiving? That was the last Monday of November. Right after Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, right after Thanksgiving. <laughs> so specific. I, yes. That's why we have Casey. Yep. <sighs> he knows the details. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think we have a lot to catch up on. I think we have a lot to talk about. Yeah. Hi, my name is Anthony. Yeah. Where have you been? I haven't seen you like since Christmas. It's I know. We've been stuck in the house with COVID twice. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still, I haven't got it the second time, so I, I can get it anytime again. Well, only we one child in our home has gotten it a second time. But now everybody's had it. Yep. Well, good. So here's hoping. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to pass it around like a playing card. There you <laughs> go. Whose turn is it now? <laughs> it's real did, did you just like give up on like isolating in yep. the house? of just you know what yeah. okay so here's here's how it worked when stacy was sick stacy isolated and i took care of all the children well, when i was sick stacy isolated <laughs> i should have <laughs> that's what i should have done because three of you yeah but i did you were in the basement i know i was there were a couple well, days so. where i really just so i could not have isolated sunk. well because the children yeah. needed food or something because the children the, the children, children need food they love the books <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so you were covered with coof mm-hmm. and you were not, but kind of were. And it was all around. I did not. Surrounded. No, nope. I did not get coof this year. I got coof last January. Nope. Did you have coof? I thought I did. I was pretty certain I did because the day before he tested positive, we had like an hour and a half long meeting where we sat about less than six feet apart. And with, he spit all over you. I breathed but, all oh, over Casey. Oh, yeah. Probably cough. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was. And so, <laughs> yeah. and then he, he, I get the call or I get the message that uh, he's tested positive and I'm like, okay, I'll just keep an eye out and about an hour later i start to get a dry throat and i start to get a little bit of like miniature chills i'm like oh no is it is it kind of like i'm a hypochondriac i'm just gonna be honest when when my both times it was in my home i'm like i think i have i think i'm sick i think i have the black lung but i tested like five different times and it came up negative because it was right before a sunday and on an average sunday i see all different age groups between helping with sunday school that's k through five and then you got the junior high youth group and the senior high youth group all in that day so i figured i better be certain that i'm well so i don't knock out a bunch of people all at you once know what's interesting about the brain of psychology when i was a caseworker i would go to somebody's house and i would never put my bag down i would always stand mm-hmm. and and, I, and these people would be like oh i oh, i've been diagnosed with lice or whatever and i would be sitting there and i would never put my bag down and never sit down and everything i would go through my paperwork or whatever and then i would leave and i would i was just like you just itch i know i have lice now yeah 
yeah. talking about lice, and I'm thinking, ah, it's there. Yeah. Itch. Well, and I remember back in March of 2020, way back when, when this, when the whole coof thing at first started boiling up, and they started talking about how do you keep yourself, you know, sanitary? How do you not spread disease? And one of them was, you know, don't touch your face unless you've washed your hands, <laughs> even if your face has an itch. You don't itch it. And I never <laughs> really, I never really, I, I didn't think my face was that itchy until someone pointed out that I couldn't itch it anymore. Now, yeah. now I'm like, it was all itchy uh -huh. all the time. Like now I kind of have to touch Thanks. my face. So <laughs> Stacy and I have been watching a show um, and it's it's a reality show, um, but it's about a year and a half, about a year behind production wise. Um, and so we kind of binged a few of the episodes this new season and it was just incredible to hear them like, there is this thing called co the coronavirus. <laughs> And, um, but it just was like, like going back and I'm like, no, don't be stupid. You don't need to do that. Or what? Like, um, it, it just was, it's been really interesting to watch because it's like just taking us back to the unknown. It's an unintentional documentary of what were we all doing and thinking and oh, hearing yeah. and figuring out. In that Cause it's multiple families trying to figure out how do they still do life together. Mm -hmm. and yeah. I, I remember. And now we're like, you're going to get it anyway. You're going to get it. Just be together. <laughs> I just remember back in that March because we decided that we decided we were going to move from Omaha to Fremont and mm -hmm. that was right when the first case in Nebraska showed up and it happened to be in Fremont and I remember like spring break got extended by a week and, just one week yeah and and remember we had the two weeks to stop the spread because yep. <laughs> how's that working <laughs> yeah so all right so you know, the funny thing is is that I still remember the church being dark for months uh -huh. and going and filming these videos yep. and just being like this is weird yeah. Well, I remember going in to film the first set of videos and we were like, oh, this is only going to be for one Sunday. We just need to yeah. cover we'll, a couple we'll, songs. We'll, for do, we'll do five, seven songs, whatever. We'll use them for a couple of weeks. Yeah. And then it was just like, huh. We've heard this song 42 times. <laughs> so I guess we should make more videos. And yeah. Make 22 videos later. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, they, now Plus you a Christmas have all show. kinds of use for them, though. Mm -hmm. And we I have, don't. Well, they but do. they're in, yeah. like, in chapel and pre-service. Oh, yeah. They're everywhere. Yeah. And mm -hmm. now we have some Christmas songs. Mm -hmm. So that got added yeah. to the batch. That was Cool. Oh, yeah. so. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. I know. Yeah. Thanks, band and technical. Yeah. And it was great. Um. Anyways, how are you guys doing? I mean, I know you just told us, Casey. Never mind. You know what? <laughs> yeah, let's, no. just, let's just move on. You know why? Because we haven't talked in so long. That's what are true. we talking about today? We're talking about that's the true. Holy Spirit. We're talking. Now, yeah. I, I. I always love to respond with Jesus whenever Paul says, "Well, what are we going to talk about today?" Jesus. Uh. Today's the Holy Spirit. So no Jesus. Nope. <laughs> well, the Holy Spirit leads this portion of the dance as as he. Uh, um, but more, gives gifts. More specifically, Paul's rendition of how spiritual gifts are supposed to be used. Yeah, and as, as he's talking to the Corinthians, um, the the church in Corinth. Should we be Should we be Corinthians today? Weren't they like a bunch of like morons? Um, I mean, I've heard they weren't morons. <laughs> they were they were babies in the faith, and the city of Corinth could be best described attitude wise like Las Vegas. Yeah, here. there's a lot going That's on. Lots of pagans. <laughs> so what stays in Corinthians? Not Corinthian. Corinth. Corinth. <laughs> Corinth. Stay, yes. What but happens, happens in Corinth, Corinth stays in Corinth. Yeah, but Paul's like, guys, this isn't, it, it got to me. I heard about what y'all are doing. Yeah. Um, it didn't stay It in didn't Corinth. stay in Corinth. <laughs> Knock it off. Like most of Paul's letters, if he's responding to something, he'll say something along the lines, in your last writing or in your last correspondence, I you wrote about this. This is one of those letters where he's like, I heard from other people how you're behaving. Yeah, I talked to this guy and this guy and I just needed 
to send you a letter to, to <laughs> knock it off. Knock it off. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Yeah. Just disappointed. <laughs> yes. But specifically, he was talking about some spiritual gifts that some, we should be yeah. using. Uh, yeah, because and, and again, because he figured out what was going on. Um, it, it's it seems as though there are these individuals who are or part of the church that are kind of holding up certain gifts higher than others, um, or like saying this is the way that the spirit manifests itself, and if you don't have this. Uh, the spirit must not be manifesting himself in you. Um, and so so Paul's like, the, the spirit gives many and varied gifts. Um, he, he gives gifts to us in different ways. And next week, you know, coming up, we're going to talk about the, the different parts of the body. Um, and so that's where Paul's leading because it's it's really kind of all together. It's all one thought, but we, you know, we break it up because it's in chapters or there's a bold heading and we can only preach on one bold heading at a time. Um, but this is, this is, he's really kind of focused in on spiritual gifts. Um, and so that's in 1 Corinthians 12. Um, and uh, yep, good job, Stacey. Um, so we're going to we're gonna read that. Um, but uh, 1 Corinthians 12, 1 through 11. Um, and as you hear this, again, one thing to note is Paul's not in this. He's not giving an exhaustive list of these are all of the spiritual gifts. Paul's just listing off different ones to, to show the people of Corinth that, they, you know, there are all these different ones and everyone's going to have different stuff. Uh, different gifts and notice how they're all important. So 1 Corinthians 12, 1 through 11. Now about spiritual gift, brothers. I do not want you to be ignorant. You know that when you were pagans, somehow or other, you were influenced and led astray to mute idols. Therefore, I tell you that no one who is speaking by the Spirit of God says, Jesus be cursed. And no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but the the same God works all of them in all men. Now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. To one, there is given through the Spirit the message of wisdom. To another, the message of knowledge by means of the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healing by that one Spirit. To another, miraculous powers. To another, prophecy. To another, distinguishing between Spirits. To another, speaking in different kinds of tongues. And to still another, the interpretation of tongues. All these are the work of one and the same spirit and he gives them to each one just as he determined there you go so have you you mentioned in um in, in, in church that you took spiritual gift like test or something yeah there so there are all these different like spiritual gift inventories that kind of you a answer a bunch of questions sometimes the questions are would would you rather sort of questions would you rather um would you rather bake a cake or build a house like those sorts of questions um that's not the question being asked but I would say build um, a house. Actually. Yeah, like, like I think probably closer to it is like I I would enjoy uh, cleaning the church. Yes or no? I I would enjoy sitting down and studying the Bible for hours on end. And, and, and that the, yeah, the, those those that are like that are um, strongly agree to strongly disagree. Is there one that you specifically would recommend to our listeners? Or uh, um, let me pull it. I don't remember which one. So we've got one on our on our website for confirmation that I use. Um, and I just found one in, I think it's free gifts. To, I, I had it pulled up. So y'all talk about other stuff.
stuff and I'm going to Stacy talk. Ready go. Blah 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 blah. I feel like the, so what are the spiritual gifts then that well, I'm like looking stuff up right now you, and you, you can't ask me another because I've always thought like hospitality. Well, you mentioned wisdom. Preaching, but there these don't exactly line up with the ones that I've seen. Yeah, well that's because there's a list in different readings, right? Maybe. But this this reading we have wisdom, we have some knowledge. So discerning healing or just gifts wisdom. Healing. I don't have that one. Prophecy. Prophecy. Distinguishing uh, between spirits and speaking different kinds of tongues and interpreting different kinds of tongues. So interpreting and and, and speaking. I don't have either of those. Yeah. 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 I, I, What's the, the whole speaking? I, I have trouble speaking my own language. Like, yeah, words, fumb- are, words are hard. Yeah, yeah, fumbling my words is pretty common. Mm-hmm. And they put me on a podcast. Yeah, and it's, I, I, I really <laughs> love, it. I mean, if I had to analyze the, the whole, um, I mean, there's wisdom between se- separating wisdom and knowledge. Mm-hmm. And I like, I like how they separate that because mm-hmm. there's a lot of smart people who are dumb. Mm-hmm. Common and there's a lot of wise people who are uninformed. No, I can't. <laughs> there's books start and street smart and yeah. sometimes they don't meet. True. What's the distinguishing between spirits? That's all one spirit. Well, it says to another, <laughs> distinguishing between one spirit to another speaking in different tongues. That was the one I didn't know. Oh, um, the like, is this actually God? I think it's actually, is this actually God's spirit or is this? Okay. I would consider that like in wisdom, like I can discern no. God is at work, but I that's separate. I, I kind of, I kind of interpreted that interpret interpretations in there. Yeah. You interpret that as an intent. Is um, it for the Lord or mm-hmm. is, is the Lord, is it inspired by the Lord? or yeah. is it inspired by man? So here's yeah. the thing. I'm not like this spiritual gifts uh, guru. guru. I'm not. Um, so therefore you should speak on authority on this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, because again, like Why Paul's we? just giving, uh, I, I, we can make way too much of, well, what is my spiritual gift or what are my top five spiritual gifts? Because Paul is not in here. He's not saying these are, because he lists nine here. He's not saying these are the nine spiritual gifts. Um, he's saying these are some things that the spirit gives people the abilities to do and so um it i i just I, I am i am more of a guy like what are your passions what has what has the spirit enabled you to do well and how can you use that for for service to others how can you use that to 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 tell people about jesus you know in here there's not the spiritual gift of building i mean there's just that's not a spiritual gift but there are lots of people who can build things for the the ser- for service to the church i mean there are lots of you know there are lots of things at trinity that have been built by people to be used in service to the church um there are also people who just like to like they can make gifts or or things like that that have a christian message or remind people about jesus or you know that's not a spiritual gift based on what paul has done but that's a gift that has been given to you by god like the ability to create the the ability to build the ability to be artsy or whatever um and that can be used to to tell people about Jesus. So uh, I use, for confirmation, we use spiritualgiftstest.com. Spiritualgifts, so S at the end of that, test.com. What an original name. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I didn't, like, I didn't search super hard because they're all somewhat similar. So I, I mean, but but all of them are going to have, like, these weird things that we would probably say, hmm, yeah. So the gifts, if you go to resources um, or introduction to spiritual gifts, I guess, if you go back to spiritual gifts test, um, the introduction, um, I think, does that one Why go? Why can't they just make a list? <laughs> the, well, there, there kind of is, and it's like it's in resources. Tape. I mean, they, they make it a big long paragraph. I don't want to read that. Just give me a list. <laughs> so go to, go to resources then. 
and go down to the oh definitions and subscri uh, descriptions. I didn't find that. I was doing it on here. Um, so so this. Oh, let me close this. Um, so the list that's up here, um, and it's going to be administration, apostleship, discernment, exhortation, evangelism, giving or faith, giving, healing, interpretations of tongues, knowledge, leadership, mercy, miracles, pastor, prophecy, serving, teaching, tongues, and wisdom. And then and, and then they have a paragraph for each one of those. Yeah, right? or, yeah. which we're not going to read right now. No, but that's a lot to read. I think that I think that before we get into the main thing that Gerber wants to talk about, I'm just bringing this up because sometimes in order to really understand where that is, it is good to sometimes just take you have a baseline. Yeah. yeah, just take an inventory because yeah. you might go, well, I'm really good at these skills, but you might not be able to necessarily attach it to one of these things. That you, right. So yeah. So, so does this, if you take the inventory, does it then say, here's your so your leaning? It gave it Here gave are some me ways that you do that or you can do that. Um, what does it tell you? It depends on how much you're willing to pay. So the free test just gives you, <laughs> um, and I don't know there. about this. I, I don't remember exactly about this. Isn't the, that the truth? The free <laughs> test just gives a list. Um, it, it, from what I pulled up, I may have gotten some other emails too, um, but I got a list of my rank those in order from one to fifteen. Okay. Um, but then in that list also it said, well, this one's in the high, and then it goes like I think it's high average and low maybe or something like that. Um, I just had high and average because you know I'm so spiritual, or I just answered the I I felt like I yeah, I was in a good mood when I answered the question. Yes, I love doing the dishes every night. Um, those sorts of questions. Then you no get comment. the response. <laughs> then you get the response. Strongly agree. Your strengths do not align with being a pastor. Maybe have your spouse answer the inventory for you. You're a pastor. You you marked this correct. I was wrong. pastoring was about half was right in the middle for me. So my top five were giving, apostleship, leadership, serving, and exhortation. Exhortation is telling the word of God. Yeah, like teaching it. Uh, not explaining. I guess, yeah, uh, which and, is different than pastor. And well, yeah. different than because te teaching is actually what exhortation is like yeah the the deeper yeah the given the details and stuff i don't know read the definition y'all uh again i'm not I, I, I will mark this uh, i will put this into the description below what word am i trying to homiletics is that what is you're that thinking that's preaching like, um hermeneutics hermeneutics oh that's the study of the word i've got a whole book on hermeneutics <laughs> again i'm not I, I, I think it's funny that we're saying herman herman something hermeneutics, hermeneutics. um yeah. again i I'm not, I, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm not the, I'm not the expert in these because again, like then you start, you start splitting hairs of, well, I've got exhortation, but teaching's low. So well, can I do this? And the point like, is not like rate ranking yourself or rating yourself. It's God it's, has it's given you gifts. Yourself, really. What well, are you? <laughs> well, and it's, it's so easy on these things to go, oh, gee, that one's low. Oh, the church is asking me to do, they need volunteers for, for this project. But that lines up with a spiritual gift that's really low on my list. So that's God telling me I shouldn't Can't help the church it. here. Yep. yep. I, I mean, it interests me, but my spiritual gifts don't align. So I'm out. Yeah. Like, that's not what this is. It's more to help you clarify. <laughs> to some people, it's really helpful to see, you know, oh, I that does align with how, um, how my mind works, what I enjoy. And it allows people to get plugged in even more joyfully than they already were. Hopefully, if you do these right, these are, these are things that help you more concisely see say what you already knew mm -hmm. oh okay yeah 
yeah, I do. I, I, I'm a, I like give like that. Okay. Yep. I mean, that's, but then I can go into that definition. Okay. Yep. That, but, but if you take a test and then you go into the definition, you go, no, that doesn't sound like me at all. Okay. Don't, don't like force yourself to be that definition. Well, I, I think, cause I mean, we, we talked about the Gallup person. Yep. Um, the strength, strength finders. Strength I think what really, what I find from these different tests is, is it might clarify what you might already acknowledge. Yeah. And I think it put word that put words to things that you can't necessarily describe yep. because these people have thought of it and you're just kind of going, I think, I, I don't know, I do this kind of thing, but they're actually putting a definition to something yeah. and you can go, oh yeah, 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 I can see that. Yep. And it clarify, it's a clarifying thing. And sometimes it does help, you know, they're, they're, some people just aren't very self-aware. Um, and so they when they do something, it, yeah. right, they, they just don't spend time doing that. And so when they do something like this, it can, it can be enlightening and go, oh, that's why I enjoy doing this. That's why Bob hates me. <laughs> <laughs> all of these are positives uh um, i think also an acknowledgement like for six um it's the same god working all of them in mm-hmm. all men so that acknowledgement of this is what you've gifted me personally with mm-hmm. lord so you must have a purpose in this for me too so to take hold mm-hmm. of that and embrace that okay how can i now that i know this and that this is a strength how can i continue to use this for you and your kingdom well and i find it interesting in all of these situations that at least for me it's easy to see what spiritual gifts i don't have and dwell on what i can't do um or i shouldn't say what i can't do but what i don't enjoy doing or what doesn't come natural to me and that's but that's why god made all of us like we weren't we weren't made to have all nine or 15 or how many spiritual gifts Mm -hmm. your particular inventory lists off we were meant to play off of each other and work together and that's that's the reason why there's so many of us with different personalities okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna gonna tell a story about my mom and it will hopefully lead to some questions so when she told me about spiritual gifts a long time ago when she was in nursing and she was in hospice and home care. There was many times that she went into a situation she had no idea what to do and she asked for the gift of healing and she she felt like that she received that but then over time after she was done with all that like that gift is no longer is okay. that is that kind of align with like it's like hey God I need this now and it's just and as you get out of that vocation or as you move on with life those different gifts will shift. It can, um, but it yes it's kind of a yes no thing it shouldn't be like god i wish i were more like that person but but yeah in, in terms of god you've put me in this situation uh and and now i would love for you to equip me to be in this situation that you've put me in yeah um i i think god god definitely answers those prayers but if it's just like a oh god it would be really cool to no, yeah, put not, put my hand on someone's head and heal them no and i know that's not what you're saying but i just want to and and because she was in hospital home care it wasn't like she suddenly immaculately healed somebody right it could have been just even just helping with their their spirit to be calm yeah you know what i mean as they yeah or helping their family get to that point and even though you could say healing and that's almost more like almost even kind of in that mercy or um and it's not again i would put like a hospitality in in terms of a spiritual gift but it's not one of these 15 um <laughs> therefore it must be one of therefore it's lower, lower tier yeah <laughs> well no yeah but like um yeah god don't be hospitable that's not from god if (laughs) 
if we're put in if we're put in position like put in places um it's yeah it's great to pray and ask for the gift to be able to take care of those needs in be that able, situation be able to or do the job yeah you know i um uh, my old boss ed which we had on the podcast yep. he used to have this this story about um you know you have a guy you give him a you give him a a, 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 a project and say i want this done and you walk away and you come back and it's not done and you're like why isn't this done he's like well i never had a hammer we you know the tools i needed to do this yeah and so he used it as an allegory as in leadership we should be giving the tools to our staff that they need to get the job done yeah. i also flipped it on his head and said well why didn't the staff come and get you and say hey i need a tool <laughs> yeah but you know it, i'll just it, stand it, here and wait for the <laughs> hammer to appear but, but yeah it's a, it's the same kind of concept it's like i'm you're asking me to do this job god i need the tools to be able to do that but yeah at the same time asking for that as well right well and that's what like um i mean in this situation and as i that you're you're explaining i'm picturing the guy with a shoe trying to hammer it uh you know trying trying to complete the project without the necessary tools but still trying to work towards it instead of god can i just have a hammer yeah um so making a lot more work for themselves but also i also picture you know god equipping his people to do what he's called them to do yeah. so yeah well that's yeah. what that was the point of the thing is like as a leader for your staff yeah make sure they have the, the tools they need so they can accomplish the job directly yeah um, but i also think that there is a part of on responsibility on our side to be able to say i need this tool mm-hmm. or like how my, my mom was saying like during that time of her life she was like i'm not sure if i can do this without whatever mm-hmm. you yeah. know um and so there is there, there is the wisdom of the leadership going here here's the tool you need to do this and there's yeah. also the, the wisdom of our end going yeah. i'm in this situation i don't know what to do please equip me with what i need yeah because there are times where god says i i want you to need me yeah um and so you kind of he puts you in situations where you start to flail because you're trying to hammer something with your shoe uh you're, you're you can't and then all of a sudden oh god i'm gonna let you take care of this or god i need you in this situation give me the tool he's there are times where he's just waiting for that yeah because there are many times that a conversation will come up and it would be a very intense conversation and some sort of wisdom will come out of my mouth and then later on i'm like i had no idea where that came from i'm yeah. not that smart you know yeah and i know that it was mm-hmm. the holy spirit speaking through me in some sort of way because there's no way that i came up at right you know what i mean yeah and so and it, and i think it's what they needed to hear or what they yeah you know so i don't know well, and i think it's interesting <laughs> we, gift of wisdom we we look to the future and we plan for the future based on what we have now and that can be incredibly intimidating and it, it made me think of uh i was sitting with one of my good friends it was the summer it was right before the summer of, of my junior year of college so junior year was ending and we were we we were talking about the fact of we were closer to the end of college than the beginning and and he was just like i do not feel ready to be a you know have a full-time professional job it like you know was they'll count on me to, to do this stuff i'm not sure i'm ready i said well if i went to concordia in seward i said if concordia thought we were ready now we'd be graduating next week but we're not ready yet we know the future is there and we'll be equipped in the moment when we when it's time to graduate that's why we have another year we aren't done yet and so it's it's very intimidating if we look at things of i'm not this i i could never be this god will sometimes put us in situations where we never thought we would be but he prepares us for that moment in that moment sometimes we don't feel like we're ready you know if you if you would have told me some of the situations even that i've i've found myself in as the full-time director of christian education at trinity as opposed to a year ago when i was doing ministry part-time with trinity i couldn't have called how i would have 
have gotten through some of this. But just when I needed it, God provided either a person, a resource, a Bible verse I hadn't looked at in a certain way to get me through that moment when I needed it. Sometimes not a second before. Well, and sometimes he doesn't necessarily provide something that all of a sudden he just fixed it for you or got. Sometimes he provides fun situations for us that we fail at that then we learn for the next time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it's 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 not always that, um, oh, God provided it just in time and everything worked out perfectly. No, there, there are times where God lets us learn from our mistakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, our, we, those situations. We, we, we make mistakes. It makes me, it, I, I, enjoy, <laughs> I enjoy some Christian yeah, comedy but... channels and there was one that was, you know, they, 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 they poke fun at some like cheesy Christian sayings that a lot of Christians, myself included, sometimes say. And, you know, when, when something just works out in a special way, that could only be God doing it, which is a very, which is a very real thing for for Christians. Uh, sometimes the line, "It's a God thing." Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's a God thing. Yeah. It, was it a God thing for the person that it didn't work out for? Like, right. like it's a God thing. for me, it's the the well, since we're going, I, the awkward phrase is, and I do it all the time, is like someone tells me that, "Hey, surgery was successful," or this or whatever, and God is good. Well, you know the the famous back and forth call of God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. good, and so. Like I usually don't respond when someone you know tells me, "Hey, my my parent just passed away." My response usually there isn't, "Well, God is good." Like, but but He is. I mean, obviously that's not necessarily what they need to hear in that moment. Other than you know, God is faithful. God is loving. God is uh, the peace that passes all understanding. God is your comfort. Um, yeah, that wouldn't go over well. No, but it's true. It, <laughs> that's a, there but, is some truth that is not always the most applicable for the moment. Yeah. No. Back to our what we're focused on. Well, <laughs> I'm just I, I, I thought of the question of the difference between because in, in the Bible verse, Paul was talking about that no one can say these things yeah. without the Holy Spirit. No one can say Jesus is Lord without the Spirit, yeah. I, and I think, I guess the question I have is, I, I, there is great comfort in knowing that there is kind of this Spirit that's hanging around saying oh, I'm going to help you out here. Like, yeah. Does that make sense? That I <laughs> don't of. feel like I'm alone during situations. Oh, okay. yeah. Does that make sense? Yep. That I wonder if that is something that people in the secular world do not experience. Who don't have that faith that can be going spirit. I mean, God's with us when we go through this, so therefore, he'll send a spirit or he'll help us through these situations. Yeah. I, I guess I, I always feel like that's going to happen. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah it does. And um, I've never, honestly, I've never, uh, there are times where, yes, there are times where I've felt alone or felt, you know, um, but I've always known Jesus. I've always known the spirit. So I don't have that yeah, experience. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. But and, yeah. And that's the way I am as well, because I've never felt like, even in the darkest time, I don't feel like I'm alone in this, even though I, I might fail, like we talked about, yeah. or might things might not go the way that I think that they should be going. I don't feel like I'm alone in these different difficult times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I sit there and I have comfort on that. Is that is that unusual? I mean, maybe not in Christian world, but is that unusual for a majority of world that does not know that? Well, that's what I'm, I, yes, I assume so. Um, but again, I, I and I've talked to people who, yes, that's that's the case. Um, and that's why, like, it's actually the, the values when that people go in um you know when people hit that rock bottom we talked about this a while ago um and rock bottom's different for all of us um that's a lot of times where where we see people coming to church and then all of a sudden now they have someone walking with them through that valley and they're just it's just completely different um it's not like the i mean there are the mountaintop experiences that do it too but it's it's a lot more often um when it's someone who doesn't have the you know that faith background in their family um and so they're coming into this brand new. A lot of times that's coming into it because of a rock bottom or because of a valley and they did feel completely alone. Um, 
and they were able to, you know, someone was able to tell them about Jesus who walks with them or the spirit that goes with them. And that's so revolutionary to some people that it's just, it's mind boggling. Okay. Well, I, okay. So now I want to shift gears. Okay. We talked about the Holy Spirit being with us. We talked about some of the spiritual gifts that we might have. Um, we gave a resource. I did put it in the comments. So if you want to go out there, go ahead and do that. Um, now it's like, okay, now what? Now what do we do with this? Go and do love stuff. your neighbor. <laughs> Go serve your neighbor. Go use the gifts that God has given you. Yeah. How? To, to just to, do it. Or we, to we, proclaim we, that Jesus yeah. is Lord. Yeah, just do it. I mean, honestly, the... It, we, we try and make some of these things so, or we, we make some of these things so complicated. Mm, yeah. Um, when it, <laughs> what? Yeah, I know. Um, as we, you know, we fully, make programs for things and like when really it is just go, go love your neighbor. Um, go, go take care of that person in need down the street. And, and, and if you look at Matthew 25, um, this is when Jesus is saying, um, he, you know, he's talking, he puts some people on the right and some people on the left. And then, uh, to the people, I think it's on the right. He says, you know, hey, um, when I was hungry, you gave me food. When I was thirsty, you gave me something to drink. When I was a stranger, you brought me in. When I was naked, you clothed me. Um, and they say, well, when did we do all that? And Jesus says, whatever you did to the least of these, my brothers, you have done to me. Um, what's interesting always to me in that passage is Jesus or these people, they're like, they didn't realize that what they were doing was that big of a deal. They were just, just loving people. Yeah. They were just taking care of people's basic needs. They were, they were caring for those who are in need. And it was wasn't because, well, this is what I have to do to earn anything. It wasn't because, well, I heard this great sermon and so I needed to go out and do this one thing because then I can check it off the box that I that that I did it. The natural response. Yeah, it was the natural because Jesus had been so great to them. They, I mean, it was almost the, you know, the pay it forward yeah. sort of thing. Um, but how simple the response from the other people too. I was hungry. You didn't give me a thing to eat. Yeah. I was thirsty. You gave me nothing to drink. If they're both that kind of automatic what what is my heart default to when i am with other people am i focused on my own self and my own needs or am i seeing this person's hungry let's have a meal together yeah. am i like keeping my eyes up and out or am i focused on well uh, and maybe? it's it's interesting the response particularly that are accused of not doing these things those that don't that didn't love jesus they're not focused on gee i didn't feed i did i didn't give shelter it's like i when did i if i if I, it comes across to me as if i just seen you like that i would have done something it's yeah. like it it's you. like no it's it's not that you it's it's not that you didn't see me it's that there were opportunities around and you didn't yeah but but part of it is they didn't see it either because mm-hmm. they weren't looking yeah uh, and, and that's i mean i that, that that's a part of it too it's do we see the needs of people around us and then do we care for them and and that's again why why i want to be a little careful on these spiritual gifts inventories um because it could be very easy to say well that person's really in need of something you know they're really in need of uh, of someone to care for them. My time to be holy. And- well, that no, or that's that's at the bottom of my list. Yeah. I'm just going to walk past them because I've got something else to do. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's the story of the Good Samaritan. Yeah, there were people who had more important things to do. Well, the two people that pass him by are a priest and a Levite, and and that and a Levite is also someone who worked in the tabernacle or temple. So these were people who, by their professions, would say they loved God, but they had quote unquote something better to 
do in that moment. They missed what God put right in front of them. And so what what that what the story of the Good Samaritan saying, um, what this you know the the parable that Jesus tells about the people on the right and the left um, is what Paul's saying here in verse three about you know it's it's the spirit that that gives people the ability to say Jesus is Lord. He's not necessarily saying that if I'm a Christian I can speak the words Jesus is Lord, and if you're not a Christian you cannot speak those words. What he's getting there because he's talking about spiritual gifts and this is kind of shoved right in the middle of that is what does your life look like? Does your life proclaim that Jesus is Lord? And if so, because the Spirit's in you doing that. So don't take credit for it. Um, give, give the Spirit credit for that. But that's what your life should look like is your life should your life should proclaim to everyone around you, the least of these, my brothers, that Jesus is Lord. And so what do we do? We do it. We, we take those gifts and we go care for people in very, very different ways. Right? Some people need, you know, everyone has very different needs. And that's why we have been given different gifts to be able to care for those people in different ways. I have a question. <laughs> not allowed. <laughs> well, I, I, that's not a question. It's, I don't. I, I feel like I'm backtreading. It's like, is there specifically a difference between spiritual gifts and, say, your strengths that you have? Or are they one and the same? Um, yes. <laughs> yes. Well, I, I, I see a distinct, I see a complete yeah. difference, this difference in the two. Just because you have a strong personality doesn't necessarily mean that you're a great person. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, you might have good way of interpreting stuff doesn't mean that you have the wisdom that know what that means which is weird to say but I get it yeah. um, <clears throat> I'm just wondering if and I, I go back to this it's like the spirit is giving you these gifts for a very specific reason and I'm wondering if it's if it's like here here's your superpower now you have it for the rest of your life or it's like situational and it's when you need it the most and because he's with you all the time and the spirit's with you it just manifests when you need it depending on the situation that you might find yourself at that time and that's I Paul doesn't really go into like specifics in that um, it's different than like the fruits of the spirit or the fruit of the spirit really because the Greek says it's just singular um, but uh, of course it does yeah um, the fruit the fruit of the spirit really is if you have the spirit you have all of these you you have love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self control um, you have some like, more than others <laughs> self control yeah I mean but that's that that's the sin piece in it but like if you have the spirit you have this um, these gifts Paul doesn't really talk much about like do they come and go um he just says this is how and, and he uses the the manifestation of the spirit among you um and so as the spirit is among you these things come out um it might be a lifelong thing so where where i so i don't again this is where i probably others could probably do this or, or talk about this better than i can i i'm not someone that worries so much about well is this a spiritual gift or is this just part of who i am because the part of who i am is created by god the father so is this a father gift or is this a spiritual gift like um and, and yes yeah right and so does it matter and, and that's where i come in is the question for me is how am i using it um and, and if if i'm using it for me uh if i'm using it to puff myself up or for gain for myself or if i'm using it and again that's why paul says you know some speak that jesus is accursed um am i using it to proclaim that jesus is lord or am i using it to proclaim that i am lord uh, or that i you know look look at me look at me rather than um no look at jesus because right? as a pastor you know i i speak the the words you know in the stead and by the command of my lord jesus christ i forgive you all your sins um that doesn't mean that i'm up there saying hey i anthony gerber i forgive you your sins what that means is i who you all have called to do this for you i am standing here in jesus's 
place. And so as I speak these words, it's not me who's forgiving your sins. It's Jesus who's forgiving your sins. He's just using me so that you can hear it and to proclaim it. Um, and so for me, the question is not, is this a spiritual gift or is this a, a, a personal trait? Um, the question is, am I using it to serve my neighbor? Um, am I using it to, to love my neighbor? And again, my neighbor doesn't need to be the person that lives next door. I mean, yeah, I guess that, I guess the argument against that devil's advocate here, if you're not using it, then why does the spirit give it to you? If you know, if you're going to be sitting here going, well, I'm glad I have this sermon. I'm going to sit here and watch TV tonight. I, I, does that make sense? Yeah. I don't know. I, well, I don't know either. <laughs> so use it. <laughs> well, just go yeah. do it. Go. Do do it. it. Yeah. The opportunity to use it. Well, I, that's why, that's why, yeah. that's why I bring up the question is like, if you're going out and doing it and you're finding yourself in these situations and you sit there and, and the spirit's like, yeah, I think you need wisdom right now. Yeah. Boom. And then you start talking and then you afterwards you're like, I, I have no idea what it said. Yeah. No, you know, I yeah. And I, I fully agree that yes, the spirit does that. Um, he gives and then he gives you what you I need at times. Away. No. He giveth and taketh. Uh, but no, he gives you what you need when you need it. There, there are definitely times where that's the way that he's working, but there are also times where like, this is just how, like I've given you this and it's going to be a consistent thing. Like yeah. there are people who just have yeah, wisdom. Fell with that and continue working on it. Yeah. That's right. Um, but it's not just a, but it's also one of those things that if you're not using it, just like any, any, any other, it's a waste. Of, well, it's also any, like any other skill. If you're not using it, you will have apathy and eventually you will just wither and die as in the fruit, fruit of the vine yep. or any of these, these, yeah. these allegories that we want to, when you the branch it. that has been disconnected from the vine. Well, yeah. I've just, it's just like, yeah, yeah. It's just like anything else. If you're producing good fruit because of your, of what you're doing and the, and the spirit is saying, okay, well you need these gifts to, in order to do what we want you to do. Yeah. Then fantastic. Well, and but, to, to use that analogy, but really when Jesus, when Jesus talks about that, he says, you produce fr good fruit, not because of what a great branch you are. You produce a good fruit because you're connected to the vine. Correct. That's and and the vine, yeah, the vine is the one that gives you the nutrients and the ability to produce that fruit. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it doesn't mean you get to sit there like a, a dead, dead branch on this vine. No, because then you get pruned. Correct. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. All right. Around. We just went to a, <laughs> go to a different analogy and then we can talk on the same page. <laughs> Well, I, I, but yeah, I, and I was kind of, yeah, I feel like we're going around the circle, yeah. but we're kind of talking about the same thing here is mm -hmm. that if you're not doing this and you feel like you have the spiritual gifts that, that, that even if you take this test and you go, oh yeah, that sounds just like me and you're not using it, then you might get pruned. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's and so going back to the passage we were talking about earlier, you're, you're in the group that goes, I didn't see you when you were like that. You know, I didn't see when you were in prison and needed a visit. Like it's because both groups had the ability mm -hmm. but one to care for those people, yeah. but only one did. Okay, and so and there's also this other analogy. It's like ignorance is bliss. The minute that you go take this test and you go, "Wow, I really have one of these things," then you're probably going to go, "Oh, I'm not actually using it." Yeah, and, it, and then and then it then is, it almost comes to a thing. It's like, "I got you," you know. Yeah. It's like, why aren't you doing these things? But so ignorance is bliss. Yes and no. Um, because again, going back to the those on the left and on the right, they were ignorant. Yeah. Um, and in the end, it didn't work out well for them. They right. couldn't say ignorance was bliss. Um, they could during their lifetime, but not in the end time because that's what we're focused so so yes and no like um it, it's better to know it, it's better to know 
I mean, I, and if if you're walking, if you want to be growing in your faith, if you trust Jesus is your savior, Jesus is Lord. That's not. That's never the ending point. Okay, you'll take care of me now. Whatever. I'm just gonna live my life yeah. and turn my eye. Like that's not what Jesus calls you to when you come to faith in Him. Like mm-hmm. you pick up your cross. I can't just sit on the couch. I mean, you can, but your life's not producing any fruit. <laughs> can and should are different words. Well, and, so I, I think it's the overall evaluation. Like, do I have faith in Christ, and is that making any difference in my life, or is it just me saying, "Yeah, I believe." I mean, yeah, and I'm gonna endurance. live my life the way I want to live it. Yay, Jesus! Now let's watch TV. <laughs> well, um, yeah. Well, and it, it makes me think of I, I don't know chapter and verse, but in the book of James, it, it talks. You know, James says, "Some will say, you know, I have faith, but I will show you my faith by my actions." Because, and it's it's if he as a Lutheran saying this, it feels a little odd to say the words faith without actions is dead because we are saved by by grace through faith alone but i i, I call you know these fruits of the spirit uh not 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 fruits of the spirit but rather um our actions that, that come out of our faith they are the outward signs that our faith is alive i mean um a doctor a you know to pronounce someone alive or dead you don't just you don't just look at their moving not you have to listen for a heartbeat and, and breath and for the for a christian our heartbeat and our breath are signs of life if someone were to look at our faith is using our spiritual gifts our our actions and so does our faith actually have an outward heartbeat that someone could detect yeah and i I would almost argue too that if you found faith in that that fashion in that way and you were pursuing that anyways the urge to then move at that point is going to be very strong because you're like i am i found this 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 gift and now i i have to do something i I can't imagine that you're like i found this gift all right i can go sit on my butt now (laughs) yeah but or better yet, <laughs> I don't want to spoil this good gift. I am just going to sit here and not use it so I don't ruin it. Well, and Tell everybody it, that I'm still good at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll bury it. I'll bury my talent. I took a test and it says I'm very wise. <laughs> you yeah. better listen to me. But and that's where we get to next week. Um, it, it is a little bit what this what this can do is it helps us find our place in the body, and that's where that's right where then Paul goes and and says, "Hey, I've given you all these different, I've given you each different gifts because you all make up one body." Um, and so you know when I'd say you know I, I I made this comment in the in the sermon, but I've kind of made comments similar to this, like just because my spiritual gift isn't evangelism, my top five isn't evangelism, doesn't mean I should say, well, I can't tell people about Jesus. What? No, it doesn't mean that. Uh. But it does mean that there might be somebody who, do it better. who can do it better. Um, and, and again, the Spirit's the one working through that. Um, but the Spirit ha- might have given someone else a better gift of being, or, or the gift of, it's not a better gift. Uh, let me re- retract the way that I said that. But might have given them that gift of evangelism. Um, it might be stronger in them so that the Spirit works through them differently than me. And that's okay, right? Because I might have have a different gift and and be able to connect them or something like that. So um, we all will work together, but that also doesn't mean, oh, well, I saw somebody in need and so I just ignored them because that's not my spiritual gift. Um, so there's there's this balance of, of, of these are where, you know, I, Jesus has called me to be an eye, not an ear, or an ear, not an eye. And, and so I should be the ear or I should be the eye with full gusto because that's what he's called me to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like there might be times where I have to step out of my 
comfort zone or out of my top five because someone's in need. Because mm-hmm. at that moment, you're the one there. Yeah. Well, and, 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 and that might people. be, again, where the Spirit's then giving me... Just a little bit more of a push. Mm-hmm. At yeah. Point. Well, and it's and it, it is situational. Uh, and in some of his his letters, I, I forget which one Paul, St. Paul references on this one, but he, you know, we, we have so many letters of Paul. He seems to be a very talented writer, moved by the Spirit, but very good with putting words together. There seems to be evidence that he was not that great of a public speaker at times. And he references this by saying that there's a gentleman by the name of Apollos who does a lot of all speaking and travels with him. It's hard to imagine that such a good writer as Paul who writes some of these profound verses that at least me as a Christian wind up on either on my fridge or, or you know, verses I highlight could not actually speak those well, but yet had someone else do some of his speaking at times. But there are other times in scripture where it's very evident that Paul is the only one there and has to speak. So in, in the opportunity when he was placed in that team atmosphere where someone could do it better than him, he leaned on, on Apollos to be that public speaker for him. But when Apollos wasn't there, Paul just didn't go, eh, well, I guess, you know, I'm here by myself. I could speak about Jesus, but I'm not that good at it. So I'm just not going to. And mm. Paul sucked it up and sucked it up. and <laughs> so spread the word of God. So how should we live out the spiritual gifts? We should just do it. Uh, what if, what if we're in a situation where we're outside of our comfort zone? Suck it up and do it. So that's, <laughs> yeah. there you go. Yep. Yep. <laughs> the end. Get the end. over yourself. No whining, no now I'm assuming no next week. Yeah, I'm assuming next week we'll, we'll get into a little bit more on on, on the body, on the body, yeah, mm-hmm. because there is a whole part of how does how do you put these different gifts inside, of, even at work, even in your family, yep. even at yeah, and family. and there's kind of this four part thing to this. Paul writes this next section. First, he introduces the body, and then he says like, well, what if you don't think you're good enough? Like, what if you think you're one of the inferior, and you wish you were like someone else? Here's how you respond. And then there's the what if you think you're better than everybody else? Here's how I'm going to respond to you. But then he well, ends it with, "Here's you know, we are cool one. It. Here we are one body, and this is how we can all work together to grow the church, to grow the body." Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Yep. So we're going to be continuing this conversation because guess yep. what? We're back. We're back. Mm-hmm. You thought you Yay. could scare us off, but you couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, we're on episode 72, and okay. we're going to be, uh, wow. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> we had to come We've been in coof for a long time, y'all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, as always, we're going to we're gonna pray here in a second, but uh, but I want to just make remind that you can email us, and you yep. can comment in, uh, on any of these videos, and we'll see it. Yeah. Um, and communicate with us if you have an experience of when the Spirit, when the Spirit, like, helped you out. Yeah. We'd love to hear those kind of things, mm-hmm. um, you know, because. How do you use your gift? How do you? Use your gifts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And 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 maybe uh maybe if you have if you take this this spiritual test thing and, and <laughs> yeah. just share you know maybe your top five or something and yeah. you know, I don't know just but then again how how are you using them and maybe even look and look at some of your bottom five and see if you see if, if you might be using those in smaller ways maybe but but ways that that God still has you because the Spirit can can use you in all sorts of different ways. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So uh, who's praying today? I'll pray. Oh, you're so good. Yeah. <laughs> all right, dear Jesus, I just uh, thank you. Um, that you sent your helper uh, as you as you tell the disciples at the very end right before you ascend into heaven that you will send your helper to be with us and um, and that spirit is is with us uh, constantly uh, wherever we go and thank you for the gifts that the spirit continues to give he gives us faith and then he gives us ways to to share that faith with others to to care for others and so uh, we pray especially that you would help us to see the needs of those around us um, and then that that when we see those needs because we're looking 
looking for them and we're actively trying to trying to see those needs that you would also then give us the gifts whether it's in that moment or whether they're gifts that just come naturally to us um, because you've given them to us um, may we use those gifts to, to serve those the the least of these your brothers those who are in need um, so that they wouldn't see us uh, but the, so that they would see you Jesus and 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 be, be reminded of or uh, be introduced to your saving grace and so we just pray again that you would help us to to, to share those gifts with others and to care for those in need uh, to ultimately bring people to know you more. We pray this in your name. Amen. All right. Do we have an announcement before we say goodbye? We'll see you next Tuesday. Yeah, well, that's an announcement. Yeah. Nothing, nothing going on this week. Um. Uh, well, next, actually, I think I'll see you next week. Next Tuesday is Kindergarten Open House or Kindergarten Information Night at Trinity. Uh, we're doing it differently this year, and so I don't know if I'm supposed to be there or not, so we'll see. Um, maybe, but Maybe we'll but do that's, a live and location. Yeah. Ooh, there you go. Um, <laughs> Question of uh, potential kindergartner. Yeah. Um, but that's, How are you using your spiritual gifts? Um, that what? will be a, um, you know, if if you, if if you're in the Fremont community, uh, you've got a, a pre-K kid that's ready for kindergarten next year. Um, we, we'd love to have you check out Trinity. Uh, it's a, uh, I be, I'm 99% confident that it's 530, uh, 530 to 630 next week, uh, Tuesday at Trinity. Um, but just a great get to know the the kindergarten teacher get to know the principal um and and just just see if if it's a fit for you but it's a, a great place to, to learn about jesus every day um and and also get to hang out with gerber all the time yeah <laughs> it's, it's great and all his kids yeah <laughs> we won't have a kindergartner this year so we won't be there but next year it's our off year we'll see next year. Uh, <laughs> yep. yeah it'll be next year i don't have a kindergarten anymore either no neither do i yeah <laughs> all right yeah that's uh that's all i got um do you have any announcements? Um, for our for any high school students, we're on Friday night uh, from seven to eleven o'clock at the youth room. We're having a movie night, enjoying some some fun fellowship together, but also looking a bit at where in movies can we see the Christ influence in it? Because believe it or oh, not, everywhere. Oh yeah, yeah it's everywhere. <laughs> so, if you're looking for it, and that's we won't what say it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's so ingrained in everything we do, and you don't even realize it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So we're gonna have some fun. It'll be a double feature movie night, but we'll also. So you can't at, tell what the movie is, though. Uh, we have. I've is got a list secret? that they will get to vote on. Oh, voting! So that way they get a say, and then we get to look at. But you're gonna pick but the list. All be oh yeah. So therefore, exactly. it's all gonna what you want to watch. Doesn't matter what they choose. Yeah. 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 Marvel, 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 Marvel. Actually, Star Wars. if that would, if that were, if it was up to most of our high schoolers, particular older ones, it would be all Marvel movies. They did try to say, you know what? Forget two movies. Let's just watch all twenty six. Oh, oh, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> That's an undertaking. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Yeah. We good? Yeah. I have uh, I have no announcements. Just uh, it's good to be back. And it's good to be yes. back. Uh, good to be with y'all. File your taxes on time. Yeah. <laughs> Important. Be kind to your accountant. Uh, and uh, don't forget to drink your Ovaltine. <laughs> <laughs> be sure to drink your Ovaltine. You know, what's funny is uh, this was the first Christmas that uh, my kids watched the Christmas story. Same with ours. ours. Yeah. Yeah, we watched it a couple times. Um, and they also, I, I actually introduced them to uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation as well. How'd that yeah, we, go? we didn't do that. And, and we started watching Harry Potter. Okay. <laughs> we, 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 we've only watched the first three we, every should. Saturday night. Yeah. been doing it. Okay. So next week is uh, episode four. There you go. Episode four. Is <laughs> That's Star Wars. Four. <laughs> yeah. They've already four. watched those. Um, yeah. Well, Will's watched the first, the, at least the trilogy, the original. Yeah. For Star Wars. Or, yeah. 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 Or, do they call the first three Harry Potters the original no, trilogy? No. <laughs> no. 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 Okay. No, I mean. No. Oh. No. <laughs> I mean, the, it was 
was a big victory this summer. I watched all three Lord of the Rings, in, in ex- which are Tara's favorite movies. In exchange, she watched the original trilogy of Star Wars. So neither of us had seen the others. Wow. Trilogy okay. There, so. You know, one day we'll do a. Um, we, we we should do a movie. This this whole thing that you're doing with the mm-hmm. youth. We should do this here because I would love to analyze mm-hmm. a movie. It would be awesome. Like room there you go. Yeah. My first. Sermon. Okay. What? His first sermon. The first on sermon Monsters was on Inc. Monsters Inc. <laughs> well, we don't want to do that again. <laughs> We do. I actually love Monsters, Inc. and Toy Story are my two favorite sermons. I mean, we don't need to hear your sermon on it. It would be nice if we had a conversation. (laughs) But we can have the sermon and then have conversations in the podcast. Oh, okay. That's not what we do here. (laughs) Clearly, we just want to talk for a while. All right. I just want to hear myself. I have it loud in my ears. I can hear myself talk all day long. (laughs) And on that note. (laughs) All right. Peace. Goodbye. Thanks for joining us this week. We pray that the Holy Spirit has used this time to focus you in on the one thing that you can practice this week as you live out your faith in your family and in your community. If you found this helpful, feel free to share it with a friend. If you would like to support the work that God is doing through Trinity Fremont, you can text a donation to 1-844-353-5782 or you can give online at www.trinityfremont.com slash donate.